Hey everyone, I uh, just found out that the amazing podcast that I did all by myself uh, yesterday had no sound to it. So I messed something up, so I'm going to try to record it real quick again uh, for all you podcast listeners and my mother who might be listening. Um, but I was Ben's not with me today. Uh, when we recorded yesterday, he was not feeling very good and his wife's not feeling very good and it's just like no one's feeling very good. So I thought I'd give it a shot. But uh, before we get started, let me just say that this week's show is uh, sponsored by the world's best math program, Teaching Textbooks, uh, which will solve all your math problems. Uh, we'll bring smiles to your family, and that's what we're all about here at Smiling Homeschooler. Also, we want to thank uh, the Ho Homeschooling Today magazine for also being a part of this show. Well, let me just get started because... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can read into it exactly like I did yesterday, um, but let me just say that, uh, you know, as we're getting ready to start the school year, I just wanted to maybe talk a little bit without getting too far into school because I really don't want to think about school very much, but I do know that some of you have already started. In fact, I heard uh, last week that, you know, people are starting, have already had a week under their belt. Shame on you. Um, no, uh, but... You know, uh, I know some of you were on the edge and you're thinking, oh, I don't want to have to do it this year. I wish we could, if I could have any other option, I would. Um, I just want to remind you again uh, of why we homeschool, because I think that's the thing to have tucked under your belt. Now, you can just forgo this whole podcast and listen to uh, the uh, free, I don't know if it's free, the audio download at our website called This We Believe. Um, you can get that. Um or uh, you can just listen to this in an abbreviated fashion. And super abbreviated, since I already did it once, and I don't want to spend a lot of time doing it again. Uh, but let me just begin by saying, the things we're going to talk about in the next few minutes are the things that I've been teaching all over the country for, I don't know, for at least a dozen plus years, maybe since we started. And probably if I continue, which I'm planning to, until I'm an old, gray, and dead person... I'll be sharing these very same things because these are kind of the bedrocks, the things that we believe about homeschooling. And I like to think of them as, uh, you know, in my head, I picture myself holding this big flag with a banner and I, sticking it in the ground and all four of these banners. So I see them flapping in the breeze. In fact, when I first started talking about it, um, it was a, uh, I had those visuals. I had these banners on these, you know, PVC posts and I would put them in the, uh, on these little two by four bases that I had created, and people would snap pictures of them afterwards as a reminder of the things we believe. Because, you know, we have lots of how to's now, but I'm afraid we've forgotten the why to's. And the why to's um, maybe not make it easier, but they bring smiles, they give us purpose. So here's the very first one it's super simple. We believe, here's the first we believe. So imagine yourself taking a flag and sticking it in the ground, and you can see it right there. We believe home is the best place for our kids. You know, um, that's the truth. We always believe that. We believe that because that's the place where uh, life happened, where you learned about life, and then all the lessons you learned, you used it in your, in your home later on. I still believe that. You know, um, the things that break your heart, that bring you joy, are not fractions. They are not the Pythagorean theorem. They are not some great body of literature that you read, or how did I to uh, uh, diagram a fruit fly's dominant recessive genes in its eye. 
the things that bring you joy are the things that happen in your house every single day. The things that they learn about loving their future spouse by the way you love yours right now. By, the, by loving their future children by the way you love yours now. In fact, just uh, today my, is my wife's birthday. Uh, and uh, I woke up to... Uh, as I got up, I went out of our room to go to the bathroom, and there was a there was a rose there, and I obviously knew I hadn't left the rose, and I saw a little sticky note, and I thought, oh, it must be from my daughter to uh, her mom saying happy birthday. Um, and so I didn't really read it or look at it, and then later on, I was downstairs, and I saw two more, and they, each one had a yellow sticky note, and they were written by my son, Caleb, to his mother, saying all these nice things about her and her birthday, and, um, you know... I knew he had done that because that was a lesson I taught my children because I've already been putting notes out for my wife and we do them for our children. And it wasn't something that we planned. It wasn't like I got this board and said, hey, later on when you have a spouse that you're going to need to do this. It was something that we taught by our example. And here's the cool thing. Not that his wife is being, or that his mom is being encouraged by his notes, even though that's really cool. But one day he'll do the same thing with his wife, with his children, because that was a lesson we taught him. Is that an important lesson? That's a huge lesson. You know, that'll bring a lot more smiles than if my kid can do, you know, um, two trains are traveling in opposite directions and they're towards, you know, all that kind of stuff. Those are the lessons that they learn in your house every single day. They learn how to be married, how to interact with one another. You know, the schools are even copying us. You know, uh, I don't know how many years ago, but years ago that when they started teaching things like how to be kind and how to share, and we kind of made fun of that. But the truth is, those things are important. They realize that it's important, you know, and those are the things that happen in your house every single day. Uh, I read a, a week or two ago about a mom who said, you know, she was counting those things as her school because they're so important. You know what? She's so wise because that is true. That's the truth. The things that your kids are learning in your home, those are the things that matter. Those are the things that really matter. In fact, I believe that just because your kids are home, they have a head start above everybody else. So mom, you cling to that fact. When everybody's telling you, oh, you should, you should, you know, take time for yourself. You're certainly not going to do this in high school because, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have all that time to yourself? You know, or you're a single mom and they're saying, oh, you need, you know, put your kids in school so you don't have to worry about it. Or you have a special needs child that demands a lot of attention or maybe not as much attention for your other kids. And they're saying, oh, you want to give your attention to all your kids. You need to put your kids in school. Don't listen to them. The best place for your kids is at home. So we believe that home's the best place for our kids. That's the first one. Here's the second flag in the ground. We believe that parents are the best teachers of their children. I didn't say they're the best, you know, smartest teachers in the world. If you want to find someone smarter, they're like a dime a dozen. But if you want to find someone better to teach your children, you're the best. There's no one who knows your kids as well as you do. In fact, you think about your kids all the time. My wife thinks about our kids all the time. She thinks about, are they learning enough? Is she spending enough time with them? Is she a good mom to them? Is she meeting all their needs? You know, teachers may say they care about their kids, but they only care, you can only care to a certain extent. But you think and know your children. That means you know what's best for your kids. In fact, mom, you need to listen to that inner you and use it. You know, so when you have a child who is good in math, let them do math. Have fun at math. But if you have a kid who's good in art and not very good at math, let them do art and not spend very much time in doing doing math. Sure, they need to plug away. 
Everybody adds and subtracts, multiplies and divides, but not everybody uses fractions. You know, not and hardly anybody uses algebra. They may say they do, but they don't really. You know, so maybe you're able to focus on each individual child because you know your kids. In fact, I believe this truth: that God gave your children exactly the mother they need. Isn't that amazing? That God knew knew your children needed you even with your flaws and your insecurities and your shortcomings they needed you um so you know what's best for your kids if your best friends say to you oh you got to do classical because that's the way jesus would learn and you don't like it and you looked at it and don't do it and don't feel guilty if your best friend says oh to you, oh, you got to do unit studies because that's the way we really learn, you know. And you want to turn your your living room into a stomach and have stomach stories and listen to and have stomach meals and do stomach math, you know. If that again sounds exhausting to you or not very fun to you, don't do it and don't feel guilty. You can decide what's best for your kids because you know what's best for your children. Well, hey, let me just stop right there and give a little commercial. We want to say again a special thank you to Teaching Textbooks. Um, who has underwritten and powered this show for the second time this week. Um, you know, uh, again, if you're looking for a math program that'll take some of the tears away and give some, uh, take some of the pressures off you, Teaching Textbooks is the one for you. If you look at our uh, post a few weeks ago, we asked what was your their favorite, asked the moms what was their favorite uh, uh, curriculum over the, the past year. Lots of them said teaching textbooks over and over again. They said teaching textbooks. Yay! You know, you too should take advantage of it. Put the money down to try a trial and uh, see what everybody's uh, raving about with teaching textbooks. We also want to thank um, Homeschooling Today magazine. I, again, you've heard me say that their magazine is more than just telling you how to homeschool. You know, they have some tips and some fun things like that. But what they really do is they just encourage you as the parent, just like we said, because you know best to homeschool the way you think is best, to homeschool boldly. They've filled their magazine with great articles, great suggestions, and empowerment. This is a resource. If you can't buy a lot of other resources to encourage you along the way, take advantage and subscribe to Homeschooling Today magazine. You can find it at homeschoolingtoday.com. Okay, we got two more flags to cover. Uh, again, I feel like this is like deja vu. Um, but um, uh, so here, the first one is home is the best place for our uh, children. Uh, the second one is parents are the best teachers of their children. The third one is every child is a masterpiece. You know, the thing is, we always believed that in the past. Uh, when God gave us children, you know, there were some who were good with their hands and they said, oh, you can be a carpenter. Or, this one was good with animals and then they became a shepherd. This one was good with numbers, a mathematician. Or this one was just good with mu musical things. And so uh, he was a musician. But somewhere along the way, people started saying, no, you can't really do that. That's okay to say, you know, you can't say that every kid's a masterpiece. What we need are some standards. And we'll try to fit all the kids, we'll, we'll measure all the kids according to these standards, arbitrarily. And to some who could be average, <laughs> they achieved very well. They gave them an A. And for those who were below that, B, C, D, and if you were a failure, they just said put an F on you. You know, the thing that that misses is that every single one of our children, every single one of your children, is a masterpiece. Are you know there? That means that uh, your some of your kids are good at math, but some of them aren't, and that's okay. I've told you before, you know, I, I'm not a math kid. I took all the math 
a school could offer. I took calculus in high school, advanced calculus in college. I couldn't solve a simple algebra problem now. I'm not even a fractions. In fact, uh, my son uh, said last year, I remember, he's like, hey, dad, can you help me with this one? Or maybe I, or he asked his mom and I said I could do it. And it was like, what's seven times nine fifty thirds? And I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's no such thing as a nine fifty thirds. Just skip that. I mean, I had no idea how to solve it. And that's okay. You know, all your kids aren't math kids, but they are masterpieces. I hear moms or I have moms come up to me, you know, in the shadows, and they'll say, you know, my kid's ten and he's still not reading. You know, they have fallen into this delusion that all kids should be reading by 10. Should all kids be reading by 10? No. Should they be reading by six? No. You know, the truth is your kids are gonna get it when they get it. Um, and, and that's okay. You just need to plug away, not get frustrated to enjoy it. I know that's easier to say than to do. You know, and still I have parents who say, oh, Todd, you're so right. I'm just praising God because my kid's in the 99th percentile. You know, I'm still waiting for those moms to come up to me and say I'm just praising God because my kid's in the you know the the fourth percentile because we should be praising God for all our children because they're all masterpieces um you know and so you don't have to to stress out anymore because your children are who they are in fact I believe this truth that your kids are going to become exactly what they're created to be not because of you but sometimes even in spite of you you know um, and I see it all the time. I see it with parents who come up to me and their kids are older and they'll say, oh yeah, my daughter's a biologist and we didn't cover biology. My son's a computer scientist. We didn't have computers. I see it with my own kids. You know, my daughter, Catherine, uh, she's with her mom right now, actually for her birthday. And she said, you know, uh, when she, sh she showed signs of wanting to read and she was young, like five, six. And my, my wife got that book, how to teach your children to read and a hundred easy lessons. Catherine got it right away. And I mean, it was like lesson six and she understood it and she would read. And I would go by her room thinking as she was reading to herself, I thought, man, is she listening to an audio tape? Because it was so good. Now my son behind her struggled, you know, he knew those letters made sounds, but when you put them all together, they didn't make words. And it was like, we'd go over it. Okay. What's the word? Ka-at, ka-at. And he'd look at it and go, fish. And I'm like, no, what's the first letter? Ka. Second letter, ah, what's the third letter? T. What's the word? And he'd go, fish. Now, now, did, did Catherine become a great reader because my wife was such an amazing teacher? No. Was it because the curriculum was so amazing? No. Did the son behind her struggle because now my wife couldn't remember how to teach? Nope. Was it because the curriculum stunk? No. We could try it. We tried other curriculum, same fish results. What's the difference? The difference is this. You know, if I were to reach in my pocket right now and I'd pull out a seed and I'd put it in the ground and cover it with some dirt and sprinkle some magic water on it, what kind of plant would pop up? That's right. Whatever I planted, right? So if I put in a sunflower, a sunflower will pop up. Uh, a piece of corn, a piece of, you know, a corn plant. Uh, never in the history of the world has a farmer put in a, you know, a soybean and up popped a rutabaga. It just doesn't work that way. Same way with your kids. You know, the difference between my daughter and my son in their reading abilities was the seed you know the seed mom your job is to love your seed your child even if they don't get it you know even if they don't get it because that's my fear my fear is that some of our kids would say oh mom would like me better if i could read or mom would like me better if i wasn't so sloppy or i was neater or uh, i did it quicker now i know the truth you love your children 
But can you understand how they might feel that way? Because we think they should be learning according to those standards. Those standards are bunk. You should throw the standards away. You know, your child is the standard. Not all your children for all of, you know, but each individual child. Some are going to get it earlier. Some are going to get it later. But it's not earlier or later. It's when they're supposed to. So, and that leads me to my last, my last banner, you know, and that's this one. We believe, again, let me look, review them. We believe that home is the best place for our kids. We believe parents are the best teachers of their children. And lastly, we believe that uh, relationship matters more than anything else. You know, I have moms who will start their homeschooling day and they, they just open their curriculum and then they plow through. There's carnage everywhere, you know, death and mayhem. And they get to the end and go, whoo, we made it through. They made it through, but they didn't, they missed the most important stuff. You know, the stuff that matters that you're going to be talking about later, that your kids are going to remember, is not the school part. That's a byproduct. That's something you do along the way. But the stuff that matters is the relationship. I will guarantee you, when you're old and they're feeding you red jello in the nursing home, your thoughts are going to be going back to your homeschool. You're not going to remember doing the school part. You're going to remember sitting on the couch and reading a book when the snow is falling. You're going to remember making cookies in the kitchen uh, on a cold day. You're going to remember sitting out in the side in the sun, you know, when the kids are playing or, or going on a field trip to wherever. Those are the things you're going to remember. It's not even the places or the things you do, but the people you are with. Because that's what matters. You know, we have some good friends who are in the homeschooling circles, John and Melissa Hannigan. They just lost their 16-year-old son. I'll tell you what, they've homeschooled their child, I think, all the way through. Um, but they're not going to they're not gonna care about the curriculum they used with him. They're going to wish so badly they could be with him again, have him there, because that's what matters. So, Mom, if you're in the midst of your homeschool day and your kids are crying, you know, that's a sign that that's out of whack. You need to close that book, close that curriculum, and concentrate on smiling again. Concentrate on having a little bit of fun. And then when the tears are gone, you know, and if it's you just started, you can open that book up again and, and take off from where you left. Or maybe you wait till the next day to begin again. But remember that that relationship matters more than anything. Some of you, that's really hard because I know how you pull. You pull towards academics. You think, well, if my son doesn't know, you know, enough math, or if he doesn't do this, then or if they, if she doesn't do that, you know, that those are all lies. That's delusion. That's not the truth. Your kids are going to be just fine because, like we said in the last point, your kids are going to become exactly what God created them because he's a masterpiece. The master is the one who makes that piece. He's got to finish what he started in that piece. Your job is to enjoy that child while you're learning together. You know, in fact, that changes everything. And and remember my wife's motto? She used to say, and she still does, if we learn a little bit and laugh a little bit, we will have learned a lot. You know, that's pretty good. If we learn a little bit and we laugh a little bit, we will have accomplished a lot. I said learn. Accomplished a lot. That's what I meant. Um, well, those are the four points. I did them kind of fast. And again, you can go over to our uh, website on the store, the downloads, and I think it might be free or maybe a buck or two. Um, but you can get this whole talk in its entirety. It will encourage your soul. I know parents will uh, get this talk or, 
or they will um, listen to it every year or they buy the book Lies Homeschooling Moms Believe and they read it every year because those are the things that will steal your joy, steal your smiles. And because here at The Smiling Homeschooler, we're all about smiles. We're all about seeing your children smile and you smile uh, and your husband smile um, because that's why we do it. So have a great week. You know, stop thinking about school now. Um, you, you know, wait till the very end and then panic at the end because that's what we normally do anyway. You know, so enjoy these days, enjoy your children, and of course, don't forget to smile. Oh, we want to thank once again Teaching Textbook, that amazing uh, math curriculum, and say thank you also to Homeschooling Today magazine. Have a great week, everybody.